0: This is the Fitness Tech Podcast, show number 17 for February 11th, 2011. It is Friday night, and I am once again joined by my trusty trio of gals uh, here live on Ustream. And uh, tonight, Friday night, 9.30 podcast. Tough for folks to make it out, but you guys did, so thanks for coming out tonight. Jamie, uh, good evening. I haven't seen you. It feels like I haven't seen you all week. How are you?
1: Oh, I am great. I've been working on fitness and choreographing um, music and together with fitness routines and
0: so you've been at some training right I mean that's kind yes. of what you've been Workshops. doing this and is that just been was that Thursday and Friday or was that all week
1: it was um, all day today just Friday day. okay yeah and okay. I've just been preparing it
0: for yeah it. and that's been going well so you're all trained up and ready to go
1: one more tomorrow
0: excellent Excellent. Yes. Well, good luck. And, and, uh, Carrie, good evening to you as well, joining us from, uh, from your place. And, uh, welcome to the podcast again. I think you're just going to be a regular, to be honest know, with you. I know, right? I'm how, just, how are I'm you? Here. Yeah. I'm
2: great. I'm so good. I'm great week of training, great week of food, lots of fun stuff coming up life is good.
0: Uh, and your your blog uh, is just on fire at the moment, I would imagine. I, I think your numbers are probably pretty good, but you're posting a lot of great content out there. So let's remind folks. And then, so last week you and I got your blog fixed. Let's That's be not...
2: honest. You got my blog <laughs> <Okay>. fixed. <laughs> so I
0: fixed your blog. You cooked the food. I, uh, I fixed the blog. Yes. Uh, you are now at Eating KeepingItClean.org. KeepingItClean.org. Keep
2: www.KeepingItClean.org. That's awesome. Cool. Yes.
0: KeepingItClean.org. We'll post that in the show notes so folks can uh, link over to it. You've got some posts out uh, this week that we're going to actually talk about tonight. Um, And so hopefully that uh, making that a little bit easier for folks to remember will continue to drive um, folks out to your site. So good work. We spent some time last Saturday uh, over at Carrie's house. We did some uh, YouTube videos. And so if you haven't seen those yet, um, we did some clean cooking around uh, sweet and sour chicken with quinoa. Am I pronouncing that right? Quinoa. Quinoa,
2: Absolutely. Which was dynamite.
0: Yeah. And uh, we made some uh, chocolate chip cupcake yummy delicious with spinach puree in them
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. fortified is, is yes they were fortified with spinach and blueberries but they were and they were chocolate um, greek yogurt with dark chocolate on top and frosting they're fantastic they were awesome they jamie were. you would love them
1: so, oh, it sounds! My mouth is watering.
0: Yeah, it. Uh, so good stuff. So we have three 10-minute YouTube videos out there on how we made them, and and Carrie talking about it. Super simple recipes. anybody could do it. Um, go out to theaverageguy.tv and uh, and uh, scroll down a couple posts. I've also included an R a new RSS feed for the YouTube videos. So if you're techie and you want to put that in your RSS reader, um, the link is out there, and um, you can do that as well. Um, we had a fun time doing that so and and we got a, quite a few hits on those so go out and take a peek at them i want to remind folks if they want to contact the show and we are starting to get some emails which is kind of fun you can send us emails podcast at the average tv well we'll take your comments your suggestions if you have questions about um the things we talk about or the things uh, that uh um, we post out on the blogs you can send us an email and we will get right back to you all right i want to remind some folks uh, let's talk about technology real quick and um this week, we have a run. We're putting a group run together. The weather's supposed to get nice. So if you're listening to this and you're in the south, you have no idea what we live through here in the north with these terrible winters, right? I mean, we find every excuse we can to get outside and run. Right, ladies? Yes. for so, oh, sure. So Saturday. We that's, have
2: the gear. And don't don't lie. We have the gear. No, we it's, get out. It's about people. having the will. But and you there are days where you have the will, and there are days where you don't. Yeah, and, and I
0: Today would have been a good day. I mean, I think this afternoon it got up into the forties and uh, I
2: ran outside today.
0: Did you? I did not. I ran inside, but tomorrow we organized a run on Facebook. So if you were this is one of the great things about Facebook and, and I think folks need to continue to exploit this. We we do this a lot with the Mud Mafia. We've created a Lincoln Marathon uh, group. It has almost two hundred folks in it now on Facebook and it's a really great way to post events that you're doing so we're putting together this long run at a local uh, lake That's a three-mile loop around the lake and folks can show up starting at 10 and they can run three miles or six or nine or twelve or fifteen or whatever they want to run we're just trying to get some folks together to put the long run in there and uh, folks it gives an opportunity for people to sign up say yeah I'm coming or maybe I'm coming and and it's just a great social tool um, to get folks out and exercising. So if um, you want to gather people together in your area, Facebook's a great way to do that. And and uh, certainly, Carrie, you've had some success with the Mud Mafia site, speaking of Facebook, as of late. Yes. I mean, give us a little update on what's going on at mud, at the Mud Mafia.
2: Yeah, we've got some really exciting stuff going on. You know, we have added about 35 new runners, and we are literally in every event that you can name. We have triathletes. We have 50K runners. We have marathoners. We have half marathoners. We have 10Kers. We have anything you can name. We've got it. We're international. We're in Canada. We're in Germany. We're from California to Connecticut. We're international. It's very, very cool. Um, we also are going down to Texas in March to do the Spartan race down yeah, there, tell us really a, exciting.
0: Tell us a little bit about that event.
2: Yeah. So um, so we're the Mud Mafia. That's That's who we are. So that would you know, lend itself to that. We like to run in the mud and we do. Um, the Spartan race is probably one of the toughest races on the planet. Um, we've done mud before, but I don't think that we've done it quite like this. And so, um, it's going to be exciting. That one is actually what they call the Spartan sprint. I think it's a three miler. There's about 10 obstacles. It's very intense. Um, so it's not just about going out pounding pavement or even doing a trail run. There's a lot of intensity that's brought into the event and, and um, what I'm trying actually is bring the Spartan race to Omaha. And um, I have a pretty good chance doing that in 2012. So um, we're going to go down to Texas. We're going to check it out. We're going to um, go and represent the family. And uh, hopefully through some conversations that happen over the next few months, I can get that race here and we can have a, a really good base for, for Nebraska having that. And and you know, the responses I've gotten from the local running community have been outstanding. There's been a lot of acceptance of doing this kind of event. It's um it's different. We don't have anything like this here. We don't have anything like this within several states. And so it'd be great to have that. Um and it's just a great organization. They not only is it a fun event, but it's intense and they have rankings. So it's an actual race. Um so it's it's something that you can go out and make it whatever you want it to be. So whether an athlete or whether you're someone that's on your couch that wants to go get dirty for a few hours, it's going to be something that you're going to find to work for you. So it's, it's exciting. It's, it's a good thing.
1: Are the Spartan races all about obstacles and mud running?
2: I or think it's about do? a lot. Of th- I think that that's part of it. Um, I think more than anything, it's about challenging yourself um, it's one of those races where you can make it what you want it to be. And so you can go out at, you know, a friend of mine calls it puke, puke pace. So you can go out that way or it, and it really, it is like you, if you want to go get ranked and you want to go find out how well you can do, um, you can certainly go about it that way. Or, you know, you can just go do it to have fun and finish and get really dirty. And so it's, it's one of those types of events that really appeals to a wide audience of individuals that can go out there and, and, and do it. So, um, we're, We'll be in Texas March 26th, I believe, is the date. We're going to drive down and uh, take part in that. And then hopefully first part of 2012, we will have a Spartan race here in the state of Nebraska.
0: Uh, Carrie, if folks want to get more info on that, I, I'm sure you're tracking that somewhere. What's where, where the web address that they need to get more info?
2: It's www.spartanrace.com. They have a great blog. They've got lots of great material out there. It's it's a really well-run organization. I have a lot of respect for what they're doing, and and they're legit. I mean, even on Facebook, you can find them on Facebook. They put training programs out there that are are really good. They're they're not just about you know people showing up in costumes and and you know, being goofy, although I'm sure there are still lots of costumes and goofy people. It's, it, it really does have a legitimate, um, racing appeal to it as well. So there's just so many, so many positive things about it.
0: What if people want from Omaha want to travel down to Texas? What do they need to do?
2: Contact me, contact me. Um, I'm building a group right now. I have about five people so far, so they can send me an email and, uh, or even go to keepingitclean.org send me an email that way, contact me that way, or follow the mud mafia on Facebook and I'll be having regular updates out there. But yes, we are, you know, even if you're not officially a part of the family right now, you can come down and run with us. It's going to be a great opportunity. I've got a discount actually. Um, so we'll be able to run it um, at a discount, um, based on some of the conversations that I've been having with, with that group. So it'll be a pretty fun and inexpensive weekend. So sounds pretty cool. Once in a lifetime type of stuff, guys. This is this is a pretty fun, pretty unique experience.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's it's exciting. A lot of good things going on, Jamie.
2: That's fabulous,
1: Carrie. Um, the Mud Mafia is going to represent well.
2: I hope so. We, you know, with Mud being a part of our our namesake, I think we need to go represent. So I'm um, I'm excited about who's already coming, and and I'm trying to recruit more people and and really get a good presence down there so that they remember the shirts and they remember, they remember what it was to have the mud mafia come down and, and take part in the event. So yeah,
0: good stuff. Some exciting stuff.
2: And you said that was three miles. It's a three mile. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. when Obstacle you talk place. three miles, it's, uh, it's three miles with 10 obstacles. So it's, uh, it's gonna be a little bit more intense than just an easy, uh, three mile tempo run. Right. Yeah, it I sounds, mean, a l- right. sounds
0: a little military in style.
2: <laughs> I think there's, there's things like barbed wire. There's things like fire. Um, lots of mud fire
0: did you say fire
2: oh yeah there's fire (laughs) it's 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 gonna be a really i i'm not kidding like i'm so excited for that race i have so many races coming up you guys and that's probably at the top of my list of of what i'm excited about because it's so different you know you go out and you run you pound pavement you run through trails i love trail running that's my favorite thing but to do something like this is just very very unique and um so I'm cool. excited that we're going to be a part of it.
0: Sounds cool. Speaking of some races, so we've got the track coming up here in two weeks, and that's already closed. Uh, Frozen burrito uh, that we talked about last week. Uh, Jeff Carpenter uh, is the race director over there, and that uh, hopefully he's getting some good numbers. I, I I need to email Jeff and see how the numbers are coming along on that. Um, Leprechaun Chase comes the week after that, and that closed as well. So it
2: did. Yes, you yeah. guys. It's it's that's a. Yeah. That's a big one. This is only the second year it's been around. This is really
0: cool. And that was a 1,000. And today,
2: though, Lincoln Half and Full closed.
0: It did close, yeah. And I have not yet seen actually the state farm open yet. So I'm wondering if they're going to get that one out there in time. Um, those are some. If you're listening and you're not in the in the Omaha area, those are some races that we all run down here. But I guess my point is on that is you got to lately you got to start moving on some of these races yeah. and not and not you can't wait till the last minute though.
2: Can I tell you though how exciting that is for me to hear? Um, because especially with races like Lincoln with the Leprechaun Chase, I have so many friends and and acquaintances that I keep talking to that are doing those events that aren't runners because you don't have to be a runner, right? They're fun events. I mean, my friend Casey and I were at Target today, and and this is a spoiler, but we made homemade protein bars tonight Uh that we're going to talk about later. But while we were there, we bought some gear for the Leprechaun Chase, and I'm not talking about, like, cold weather gear. I'm talking about, like, knee-high green socks and hairspray, so... Those are the kinds of things that that these events generate, that kind of excitement, that kind of fun. So you don't have to be competitive. This can be something that you come out and you do. You bring your family, you bring your friends, and you just have a good time.
0: It seems to be getting less and less about the time and more and more about the fun time.
2: Right. Uh, oh for on sure these
0: races so it, it it's really cool. so
2: well you know the hook with that race though too right the women get a five minute 30 second head start and, and if, the win, if the women win that's huge. if the women win if a woman wins that race, the women drink for free all night. if a man wins then then the men get to drink free all night. so there's a lot on the line so yeah. you, may not, you may not be competitive normally, but when someone says free drinks all night, the competitiveness
0: like, <laughs> comes out, right? And, yeah. So
2: let me tell you, I'm going to be crossing that line a lot faster than I normally would be.
0: <laughs> so some exciting events coming up here in the spring, and and folks, uh, if you're if you're gonna, you know, if you're watching those races, you may not want to move on that. I have been posting those race events on my blog because sometimes it's hard to uh, find. You know, they're all in different spots all over the place on the web if you're trying to find, um, you know, where they're at. So if you go out to my running blog, it's theaverageguy.me as opposed to tv for this blog but um i've got a kind of a spreadsheet i'm putting together with all the local races and even some ones out in colorado this um this summer that i'm considering so folks can uh can follow that out there jamie you've been in this training all week and uh and since carrie brought up the spoiler let's talk about that um you, you were you were what? ingesting quite a few protein bars and yeah uh, it's, and what, what happened <laughs>
2: Yes, Jamie, weekend. tell us what happened.
1: <laughs> I hate to admit it, but <laughs> last weekend, preparing for all the workshops that is this weekend, I was kind of bored with studying, and so I ingested quite a few protein bars in one sitting and broke out in a nasty rash all over. That's itchy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's funny, cause right, cause you and I after the podcast a couple weeks ago, and and Carrie had said, don't eat. You know the store, the the store bought protein Process. bars, right? Yes, I
2: created a firestorm of controversy. So
0: you and I came back on the podcast the the next week without Carrie. By the way, it was just you and I, <laughs> yes. right? Carrie
2: and we're was
0: like...
1: not part of that conversation. <laughs> the ears were burning, but
0: we were like, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure I could make my own protein bars, right? I mean, it was it was one of those it was one of those kind of things. So, Jamie, you're pretty yeah. sure. I mean, that now that was maybe an unusual circumstance for you, right? I mean. You you ate a lot of them. You had an allergic reaction of some kind. So, so everybody's mileage may vary. But, Carrie, you've uh, you spent a little bit of time, and and you haven't posted it yet. But by the time we air this um, this podcast, you'll probably have it out there. You've kind of come up with your own little special recipe for protein bars that that uh, maybe is easy to make. Is that what you're telling me?
2: Yeah, I have. Well, I have several. And I'll be honest. I'm a I'm a on the spur of the moment kind of a, a. a baker cooker whatever you want to call it. So tonight I wanted to make protein bars because I'm I'm doing a brick training program tomorrow. So I'm going to be at it for several hours and I needed something easy to take with me so that I as I needed fuel I had it available to me pretty easily. So um I started making a recipe and then I thought I'm going to throw this in and I'm going to throw that in and You know, the time I was done, the protein bars that I make, there's several types. Some are no bake, some are baked. The ones I made tonight are baked and no bake. They're literally like brownies. I mean, these have (laughs) cocoa in them. They have dark chocolate chips. They have almond slivers. They have oatmeal. They've got um, a little bit of flour. They have whey protein. There's some hemp protein in there. There's egg whites and I actually, I put pureed bananas and, and berries in there too. And they're absolutely amazing. And for two really big bars, we're talking about like 140 calories. They're really filling lots of protein, good carbohydrates. So it's great fuel for you when you're out on the move. And because it's something you're making yourself, you're eliminating a lot of that processed stuff. So those are going to go out there. It's they're really easy to make. And so hopefully I can temper some of that controversy that I stirred up. (laughs) with my protein bar comments. And uh, I do, I really do feel strongly about making these things yourself and, and having those things, um, things you have in your own house. And my, you know, my friend is, is traveling this week and she was over and she took a bunch of them with her and she actually just sent me a message and they're, they're making some at home now so they can have even more on their trip, Excellent. so, cool. yeah.
0: Jamie, is that, uh, as, you, as you hear that, is that something you're gonna, you're gonna give a try?
1: Heck yes. It's like make your own or get a rash. Yes.
2: (laughs) Oh, my. That's the best tagline ever. Make Carrie's protein bars or get a rash. Exactly. That's That's going to be the show title. My arm is (laughs) itching. Make a protein bar that Carrie tells you to or you're going to get a rash. Yes.
1: Oh, so I did uh -uh. see the doctor on Monday and I have to take Benadryl for it. (laughs) See?
2: Look at that. Look at that!
0: I know. Yeah, well, it'll be it, Carrie. It'll be great to give those to put those out there and give them a try, and and so folks can. So I imagine you just can slide. So you say they're like the consistency of a of a brownie. It's
2: a brownie, yeah. And I
0: imagine I could cut those in about the same brownie sizes, throw a couple of them in a bag, throw them in my gym bag, and that's something that would keep fairly well in my bag. Do I have to? Re- yep. You think I have to refrigerate that?
2: Um, it depends on how quickly you go through them. I. I like things frozen. So whenever I bake something, I throw it in the freezer just cuz I I like that really frozen feel. But they could probably stay out for for a few days. And the recipe that I'm going to put out there yields about 16 bars and they're they're good sized bars. So when you think about wow. a big casserole dish, you're getting 16 like 16 pieces okay. of that. Two I'm, of those
0: I'm that's my trip. Sunday
2: project. Yeah, two, two of those bars is one serving, and that's about 140 calories, and that includes all of like the almonds. So you and it, it's the best of everything. You're getting healthy fats with the almonds and the dark chocolate. You're getting really good carbohydrates. You're also getting a lot of fiber with that oatmeal, um, and with that whey protein, and with the the egg whites, and and even with you know the, the pureed baby food because I use baby food. I don't puree it myself. I'm lazy. Um, you're getting all of those really healthy things. So it's very nutrient dense. So as you're eating it, you're going to feel really full and you're going to feel really satisfied because it's sweet. So That's it's what I need. absolutely perfect. Yep. It's, it's great. You're going to love it.
1: Instead of eating one protein bar after
2: another, <laughs> well, and really, like really, and truly you, you feel full. It's, it's a totally different experience because there's not a lot of that processed junk in there that, that right. makes your body That's think that, that you're full. It's, it's good stuff. Right. Lately, I've been like, I am
1: hungry all the time. Mm. Let's I wonder, have the protein oh, bar. I wonder,
0: yeah, well, I wonder what your body's telling you with that. I mean, if, if you are indeed hungry all the time, what's, you know. Like just
1: you, craving chocolate.
0: Hmm. So, so what, you're the nutritionist. Uh, uh, Jamie, what's your body telling you at that point? I
1: need to just get rid of that junk and then I won't be craving it.
0: Yeah. Water,
1: drink some water. I, when I have those
2: moments, when I have those moments where I want to eat something, usually I'm, I'm somewhat dehydrated, even if it's to a very mild degree. And if I go get some water and I like to put, I drink a lot of green tea and black tea, but I'll get water and I'll just put a lemon in it, like a slice of lemon And it does wonders. And the lemon and the water is also a really good combination for helping to sort of detoxify your liver. So those are those are helpful little. It's delicious, but it's also it's helping your liver out. It's helping it out. Yesterday,
1: no lie, I drank 20 glasses of water. I counted. Wow. Good. I've just been so thirsty.
0: Yeah. Well, it's and that's just so good for you too.
1: It is. Maybe Uh, it's the rash.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody, you know, you just need to continually have water. I mean, it's just so good for you. And I can definitely feel when I dry out. Um, Hey, I wanted to bring up the joints. Yeah. It's just, you can't go wrong. You can't drink enough of it Um, in your body. I'll let you know if you do the, um, I, I wanted to bring up Jason again, right? Because we talked about him last week. He's our ultra marathon guy. Yeah. Um, Carrie, you've had some work with him this week, um, in his, in his most recent blog post. So I'll, I'll put that out in the show notes. Folks can come back to the average and, and get that link. Um, but in his most recent blog post, he, he kind of talked he threw this post out there and you know, we're a fitness tech, um, uh, podcast. So we talk about how technology is kind of woven in, uh, to fitness. And when we talk about food, sometimes that's difficult, but, um, he he kind of put this post out there this week where he you know he's he, he's kind of um, he kind of was convicting about all the measurements that we take and all the measuring that we do i mean kind of the latest fitness craze and i use runkeeper um and so i tweet out every single mile that i run and and I, and i measure that in keeper and you know and i don't i i don't go to the extreme i don't measure my heart rate i don't measure how much i sweat i don't weigh the sweat at the end of my workout or anything like that right but kind of he, he was <laughs> He was his his point in that blog was um, remember why you're working out and if you're going to share that right it kind of kind of his encouragement if you're going to share that share it about why you're doing it and the people you're doing it with. Carrie, did you right. read it that way in the blog? I
2: did. No, and you know just for a little context, this this man runs some pretty intense events. He's doing a hundred mile snowshoe event. He's doing a hundred mile um, trail run through the mountains of Vermont. He's doing a a what's termed a death race this summer. So he's and I think after the 100 mile um, mountain run, he's doing an Ironman in Texas. So he does some really intense races. And he's been through that whole rigmarole where you track everything. You measure everything that goes in and out. You track, you know, your heart rate, you track your paces, you do all of those things. He's decided that for this season that's not something he wants to do. He wants to focus more on on the outcomes. He wants to focus on why do I do this in the first place? Um, what is it about training? What is it about running? And he, you know, he's a triathlete. So he's got, you know, multiple disciplines that he's operating inside of. Why, why do I feel moved or compelled to do the things that I do? And so I think it's a really great reaction to people like us too. You know, Jim, we've talked about this. Jamie, you and I have talked about this too. We don't work out. For data, we don't work out so that we can have a piece of paper in front of us that tells us how our body performs. We do it because of the relationships that we build, the way that we feel, um, what it does for ourselves, for our families. Um, you guys know this about me. I love running. I love it. I'm like a I'm like a puppy dog. I see people run and I want to chase them. I love <laughs> how that feels. And knowing those numbers is beneficial to a point, but when it starts to overshadow the reasons why you're doing it, then that's when you need to reevaluate and say, gosh, you know, is, is this, is this getting me what I want? You know, what, what am I looking for out of this experience? And there may be times in your life where you need all that data and where you are in a place competitively where you want to track all of that. Um, But he's not in that place right now. And a lot of us that, that train and that run are not at his level of performance and ability. I mean, he goes to triathletes to win his age division. He's phenomenally talented as an athlete. Um, even if you're a good runner, I'm, I'm a very good runner, but I'm not going to be able to go to Kona and, and win my age group. That's just not in in my realm of possibility and that's okay, but you can be competitive at your own level. Um, you can get the things out of the events that you want to get out of them without making it about data, making it about numbers. You can make it more of a personal journey. And, you know, a lot of the things he talks about in that post is if you're going to talk about your training, talk about why you're doing it, talk about the moments you experience on it on that journey rather than the numbers that, that are derived from, from taking part in that. So it was a really, it was probably one of my favorite things that I've read, um, in a really long time on that front, just because it reminded me too, that when I'm running, um, why I'm doing it and that I have a big smile on my face most of the time. And and there's a reason for that.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's really neat to hear um, everyone's personal story. What motivates them and keeps them going? What inspires them to run longer and more distances? Try new races. And for me, I just love like the energy I have the next day and how I could sleep better. And I mean, like you said, it I love running. And when I see people, run, I'm like, oh, I want to go join them. You know, and yeah. the conversations is especially um, running, like, the Lincoln half marathon when I ran it last. It was just, like, amazing, and the people the ho- support the whole way, and my headphones didn't work, and that was the first time I ever ran without music. I'm like, well, I'm just going to talk the whole way, and I did.
0: I, and you probably <laughs> I mean, had no problem doing that, Jamie. No,
1: no, I'm I I'm sure.
0: <laughs> you know, in, in uh, Lincoln last year, I ran with some Gallup folks, and uh, we, about mile 10, you know, some of the folks start dropping out, you know, you you start seeing them go over to the side, and and uh, and so I was just so pumped up. I just started like, you know, I just i like look at him like come on let's go you just join me you're gonna finish with me I will get you in you follow me I will get you in and yeah. we must have picked up eight or nine uh, folks along the way and and just you know so I would look back how you doing keep coming now I probably I'll be honest with you I probably burned a lot of energy doing that um, <laughs> yeah aer- but you know
2: what you, what's, know. you know what's 10 seconds though really yeah.
0: well I probably you know? burned some energy I needed at mile 24 just to survive <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you but it was that to me, that is the spirit of the race and, and, yes. and doing that, you know, I felt a little bad that, um, later on when I struggled so much at 23, 24 and 25, um, you know, I thought, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have focused. I should, you know, as I read this article, I thought back, or as I read this blog post, I thought back to that day and I thought, no, I did exactly what I should have done, which is I should have, my job is to encourage people, encourage the halfers to get their butt in and get that thing finished, yeah. and and when I left, when you know in Lincoln the full people would just keep running straight around the stadium, and then all the halfers turn right and go in. And when when I, we made that turn, there was six or seven or eight people that were like see ya, you know. It was <laughs> like a little pipe, I, and that nice. was that was that was the best feeling. And, and that's to me that's the spirit in the blog post here is that that when we do this fitness together, and what's so powerful about it is that we do it together, uh, yeah. for us. And then, and that it's about the experience and not necessarily about the metrics. Now I love to track my metrics cause it tells me if I'm improving or if I'm not improving, but
2: well, and I think there's a time know. and a place, you know, yeah. if, for me, I still, you know, I use my heart rate monitor to know where I'm at from just an aerobic standpoint. I need to know, am I pushing myself hard enough? I, I think there's metrics that are important. I think the message in that was, that's okay. You know, numbers, numbers are things you can easily track and you can have access to, and you can be very diligent about keeping and logging those things. But at the end of the day, when you sit back and you, you look at your training program and you look at how much time and energy you invest in it, make sure that you're looking at it from the perspective of a person that's not doing it for the data, that you're doing it for all of those those non tangible things. And, and that that's what you focus on. And, yeah. you know, the three of us have such a great relationship and fitness. And, um, mm. I love running with both of you. I think, you know, I have great running partners. I have some that are faster than me, some that are slower than me. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You're running, you're taking care of yourself. You're, you're taking steps to make your life better. And that's what you should be doing. That's yeah.
0: right. So Jason, good work. I appreciate the the blog post that that he put, and that's always that's very that was very meaningful to me this week uh, as I kind of read through that and and kind of validated some things that I felt about uh, about what I've done. And I'll never be an ultra uh, an ultra athlete, but I uh, appreciated his words doing that. So thanks, Jason. Um, wanted to talk a little bit, uh, Carrie, about and make a transition here into some since Valentine's Day is coming up, and guys, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. <laughs> Monday, (laughs) it's um, It's Monday. Couple
1: days.
0: The the fourteenth. That is Valentine's Day. Yeah, Um, sure. um, You had you had posted to your blog um, some uh, some heart healthy um, alternatives uh, for the day that's symbolized with the heart. So, Carrie, why don't you walk us through a little uh, a few options that you have out there?
2: Yeah. So Valentine's Day, it's it's all about heart. And there's so many things that feed into that. So the post is really about not only recipes and things that you can do to make it kind of a neat, um, holiday for you this year and and for the ones that you love. Um, but also how you can do it in an inexpensive capacity and also, um, just to build experiences with how you appreciate and how you actually go about having your Valentine's day, you know, rituals and all those kinds of things. So One of the things that I say in there right away is I I hate going out to dinner on Valentine's Day. I think that's silly. You have to spend so much time getting a reservation. It takes months. I'd rather stay at home, open a bottle of wine, make food together, have it be an experience. And even if it takes a few hours, you know, that's kind of a fun thing to be able to do. So I put some of my favorite recipes in there. All the recipes on that blog, each serving size is less than $3. So your wallet will thank you too. Um, Last year... um, the average dollar amount that men and women were spending on each other for, for Valentine's day was over a hundred dollars. And we just don't, you know, anymore. That's such a luxury to spend money that way. So I wanted something that was, more focused on the value you were going to get from the experience rather than how much money came out of your wallet. So I also talk about, um, I talk about wine. So red wine is, uh, your best option. Red wine actually is, is shown to be something that can actually lower your risk of heart attacks for people in middle age to 30 to 50%, which is pretty significant. Now, granted that's in moderation. So we want to keep it to, to one or two glasses of that red wine, but that's your best bet. Um, I also talk about dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is a really good antioxidant for you. It's also very heart healthy. So if you're going to go down that path of of having something sweet or getting something sweet for your sweetheart, then dark chocolate is a really good alternative to milk chocolate or things like that. And I, um, for my girls every year for Valentine's Day, I actually make them their, their Valentine's Day sweets. And this year I made them Um, I got some apples, some organic apples, and I dipped them in, um, dark chocolate and organic peanut butter, um, that I melted down. And so they're going to get that. And then also some other little, um, some little treats that are healthy, but those are things that you can do that you put a lot of love into the process. Um, they're a lot healthier for the person that's receiving them and, and they're just Fantastic! They taste amazing. I also have a couple main dishes that you can do for food. I have a fish taco recipe that's really, really good, and then I also have one that's that's um, garlic chicken with sweet potatoes. Yeah,
0: I am digging that one right now. I'll be honest with you, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking I could tear into that. I know it's late, but I could tear into that right now.
2: Oh, it's and it's. I've made that one. That's a that's a family favorite. That's a home cooked, home style, down home meal. That's a good good meal to have. And even if you know you're not talking about necessarily going out on a date you got families to feed to this is a great meal to have with your family very very flavorful very very healthy very easy to do I have encouraged people from the beginning if you want to save money to buy whole organic chickens and that's really intimidating to people at first but it's a really easy thing to do you don't waste any parts you can use all of them this recipe makes use of a whole chicken and it's so easy to do and and really I mean the when you go through the whole process, it's something you can put a lot of love into it, The roasting process takes about an hour and a half, but when it's Valentine's day and you're with someone that you love, you know, that's time well spent. So I just, uh, really appreciated being able to, to talk about Valentine's day from a food perspective, because I think that that's kind of fun.
1: Actually, Carrie don't tell, but I was out of my idea and that is what I'm going to do for Valentine's day. My I didn't
2: Do or get, but, a great meal, a great, and that's a great way. Like what's a, what I mean, truly. And I, I think about this when I think about my kids, I, I cook for people all the time. I literally am cooking for people all the time, friends, family, people on my running team, the mud mafia constantly. That's something that I'm doing. Literally people off the street, I will bring them into my home and cook for them. I love that process, but what is more loving of a gesture to someone that you care about than to cook them really wholesome, nutritious food. That's, that's delicious. It. I look at my kids that way. I look at the people in my life that way. I love being able to to do that for them and, and to give them something that, that tastes so great, but that's also really good for them. It's, it's a beautiful thing. So this Valentine's day, you know, maybe you take it in a different direction and and you cook together and you make it, you make it about an experience rather than dollars spent rather than going to a really fancy restaurant. You, you make it about each other and, and, and making that time as maximized as possible. So just, just a little suggestion. Love it.
0: Very cool, uh, Carrie. We're gonna have to change the name of this podcast to like Nutrition Tech Podcast or something. <laughs> along those lines. We've uh, I, I, we've had a tendency to move a lot. Now, I, I don't have any problem with it because you know, as Jamie, as you and I have talked, right? I think ninety uh-huh. percent of the battle is nutrition. It uh, is, and, and the other the other part is fitness. I was legit. Hang, no,
2: it's really it's eighty percent is nutrition. 80. Yeah, ten percent is genetics, and ten percent is your your Fair exercise or your workout regime right. and, and Fair truly enough. it really breaks down that simply it's really that it's a big deal food's a yeah. really big deal.
0: I was having lunch with a buddy this week and, uh, and and I hear this all the time and I've said this but I'll say it again and and he was like wow you're you're kind of looking thin I'm said well you know I'm down a couple and and I'm really making an effort to lose uh, the ten by uh, May first for for the Lincoln Marathon and and you know one of the one of the switches I made this week. Uh, I'll come back to that story here in a sec. So I switched completely oatmeal for breakfast in the morning. Little, little bit a uh, little bit of local uh, honey for a sweetener, and Yay! I'll throw some raisins in there, uh, you know, as well. That's you know, raisins are little power pellets. They're just super they dense, really good for you. Um, so I, I, all week, Monday through Friday this week, every morning, I've I've ditched kind of refined uh, sh- uh, cereal. Now I was eating pretty good cereal, you know, an all brand or something like that, but that's still heavily processed stuff. So that's that's out. I've got the good the good oatmeal in. It's made a huge difference this week. So meeting with him, he says, "Hey, you're looking thinner." I said, "Well, thanks." And he goes, "I really gotta, I really gotta get. I want to lose some weight. I gotta, I gotta start working out more." You know, and I hear that all the yeah, time and yes. I just, I, I, and I say, no, you don't, yes. I, it's not, you got to get your nutrition right. If your, if your nutrition is not right, you're not gonna, you, I mean, I worked out for a whole year and didn't lose a pound uh, well, and, and, and I ran two marathons during that time. Well,
2: and worse than that are the people that say, I, I work out so I can eat what I want. Right, right. And yeah. that makes me crazy because yeah. you can't overcompensate. I, I mean, tomorrow, for example. I'm gonna do an yeah, hour-long workout. Talk, long a, talk cook. about
0: this brick real quick. So, <laughs> let's you you alluded to it, but but outline what you were gonna do, and then talk a little bit about how you're gonna do your how nutrition you during that. Yeah.
2: Sure. Okay. Okay. Up. Sure. Okay. So brick training is a way of training. A lot of times, you know, triathletes do this a lot because obviously you're in multiple disciplines. You're you're doing biking, you're doing swimming, you're doing running, you're doing all these different kinds of activities, and you're doing it for a, an extended period of time. So, Logic would say I'm going to need to train in that capacity as well. So, tomorrow I'm going to be doing cardio um, in a lot of different forms from about 9 to probably 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I'm going to start with like a cardio class. It's actually a, a, a combat class. Um, so, it's not running, biking, swimming. Um, but then from there, uh, Dan and I are going to go out to Walnut Creek and we're going to run about 9 miles probably. Then we're going to come back and bike probably 50 and then we're going to swim. So it's going to take us quite a while. Um, that kind of, that level of activity for someone my size is probably going to consume about 2,000 extra calories and my body would normally, 2,000 to 3,000 than my body would normally take in, to, take in or, or burn off. So what I'm going to need to do is throughout that time is to continue to replenish myself. So I've made, you know, those protein bars I made. I also have these really good, um, they're sweet potato and oat pancakes. So I'm going to bring those with me too. So I, I've constantly got that. I'm going to be hydrating a lot as well. Um, but brick, brick training is just a really effective way to, to get your body to a level of cardio where you can sustain extended periods of time engaging in really physically active activities and be okay with it.
0: Yeah, you know, I remember as a kid, um, I, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, uh, I was taught not to, you know, you're taught not to eat. Before, like right before or during at, athletic <laughs> events, right? Because, yeah, because if you swim, you're going to get a cramp or if you eat before an event, you're going to throw up. And so whatever, um, for, so for whatever reason, as I got into, you know, in the last couple of years, as I started working out with you guys and you put me in all these crazy workout scenarios. <laughs> Um, uh, the idea of eating, I remember, uh, my first half when somebody said, you should probably take some calories along. And, and yeah. I thought, what are you crazy? You don't eat while you run. Oh but yeah, you do. You, you really do. Right. I mean, for, yeah. for, for Ask, folks.
2: Okay. I asked Jason, he's eaten pizza and Twinkie <laughs> at a full sprint. Yeah.
0: Well, so, and I, yeah. I, I, and at
2: some point in time when you're burning that many calories, a Twinkie is just as good as anything else because your body just needs
0: well, yeah, it Well, it really, yeah, it just burns it. I mean, it, yeah. it you're in that mode, and it just burns it. Now there's better things you can be burning, but it, it, at that point, sometimes a calorie is a calorie. I ran this summer with Brian Stark, so Brian ran across Nebraska. Um, you know, started, uh, in early June and then by July 4th, he was done. So I met him in Kearney and we ran halfway to Grand Island and we stopped at like a little Casey's, which is like a grocery, you know, a convenience store kind of thing. And yeah, we just picked up some cookies and, you know, cinnamon roll or whatever. I forget what it was, some Gatorade. And so we ran about six or seven and then we ate and then we ran another six or seven and we stopped and we got something more to eat and some fruit and, and some stuff. So, Yeah, you really. um, I ran. I ran with this uh, with Michelle. She she was kind of my running partner last year. I did a lot of running with her, and she was always on me that if I was exercising more than ninety minutes, that I really needed to be consuming some kind of, you know, replenishing the calories in my system. Well,
2: the the deal with your body is it can go for a good two hours at a pretty hard pace without needing to be refueled, but that doesn't mean you want to get to that point. So even though it can sustain itself for two hours, doesn't mean you want to necessarily push yourself to two hours before you actually take in something. So one of the things they'll tell you before a long distance race is definitely get, get a good bolus of water in your system before you even get out of the gate because you're going to need that. Um, But your body blows through energy so quickly that you, you want to be mindful of that. So when you're doing those kinds of races, you have to be strategic about taking in calories and water even when you don't necessarily need it in that moment, because your body's going to need it sooner rather than later. And usually when it tells you it needs something, it's already in danger. So it's already saying like, you know, I'm past the point of where you could have prevented this. So you're going to have to recover. Now the same token, your body can replenish carbohydrates within about 15 minutes. So even if you're at your, your, your bottom line, if you take in some carbohydrates, you can, within 15 minutes recover and get back after it. That's why so many athletes that do marathons and, and ultra distance runs that bonk and bonk is that, you know, your brain is lacking, you know, glycogen. And, and that's what starts to shut down. A wall is where your body starts to fail you. A bonk is where your brain starts to fail you and and bad things are about to happen, but you can, you can get yourself back on track within about 15 minutes by taking in some really good carbohydrates and, you're going to be back on track, but you just, you have to be mindful of that as you're running. So nutrition's a big part of it. So I'm very mindful. I'll be very strategic tomorrow about taking in those calories and making sure that I'm not only hydrating, which is critical, but that I'm taking in good sources of, of calories and good sources of energy so that I can continue on.
1: That's perfect because nutrition will either make or break your um, long workout and your event And you want to definitely drink water two hours before you even start the event so you're fully hydrated. And then keep drinking along the way, like at every station for sure. And if you're going to go over an hour of exercise, then you definitely want to fill up with um, electrolytes like Gatorade, if that's the option or whatnot, and some gels or blocks.
2: And fruit's great. Fruits are really quick. You know, if you need a quick spike um, fruit's going to give you a pretty good glycemic response right off the bat. So if you need energy pretty quickly, um, fruit's a good alternative. That's why so many of those distance races, when you stop at those stations, they have things like fruit and cookies. Things are going to get you a very quick glycemic response. So your body can absorb that right away.
0: What about a banana?
2: A banana's good. A banana, Mm -hmm. that's more of a a forethought. That's something you want to be eating before, you know, a great, a great thing to eat before you work out um, is actually like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Something like that's where you're going to get healthy fats, you're going to get a good source of protein, and you're going to get plenty of carbohydrates. And, you know, one of the interesting things, I have a, a cousin that's a bodybuilder, and he consumes about 50% or more a day of protein. He does no cardio, none. None. Whereas an ultra endurance athlete like Jason, or even folks like us are consuming between 50 and 60% of our daily calories of carbohydrates. So we're very much carbohydrate driven. We're both looking for optimal performance, but the way that we go about doing that is so different. And those are things you want to be mindful of as you're training. So I have friends that are like, Oh, I'm so tired. Like, well, what are you eating? Well, they're eating more carbs. Well, carbs are bad. I can't eat carbs. No, carbs are actually quite good for you when you need energy. And when you're consuming a lot of energy in your day-to-day activities, they're not a bad thing. So you've got to know what the right balance is for you. Most people are going to be a 40-40-20, 40 40 carbs, 40 protein, twenty percent healthy fats. But depending on what you do and what you could very well be, you know, more, more protein, more carbs, depending on what kind of activities you're engaging in. So those are things to be mindful of. You don't want to deprive yourself of carbohydrates if you're expending a lot of energy out there running or biking
0: or doing things like that.
1: That's absolutely true.
0: Yeah. Jamie, anything you want to add to that?
1: Well, and it totally depends on the event you're doing, like your cousin, he's bodybuilding, so that's why he needs so much protein is to build all that muscle, whereas endurance athletes need carbohydrates to fuel their runs. And the Mm -hmm. body runs on carbohydrates for energy, and the brain does too.
2: And there's such a difference. I mean, when gosh, I can tell. There are times when I know when I'm running or I'm doing something where I'm like, oh, gosh, I need energy, and I didn't, you know, I didn't have enough you know, carb like today on my way to the gym, um, I literally, I pulled a piece of Ezekiel bread out of my freezer and sprayed it down with, um, with a little, I had like some jelly and I put like a little bit of jelly on it and ran out the door and was like stuffing my face with it because I knew I needed some carbs before I ran. And those are things, you know, I didn't plan well enough ahead to, to have a better solution for it, but it was perfect. And it, it got me enough energy to get me through. I did like a, you know, 35 minute tempo run. So it wasn't a huge undertaking but it was enough that I needed something
1: right and today uh, so I ate breakfast at like oh seven o'clock I had this flaxseed organic um oat cereal and then it was ten fifteen. and after all the activity and choreography we were going through I felt kind of like headed and dizzy I'm like this is weird I'm like oh I'm kind of hungry so I had half of a um a luna bar and then i felt so much better i'm like yeah my body just needed some carbs and protein and yeah, then
0: yeah. jamie
2: broke out in a rash
0: <laughs> and i, I i'll Let's be honest with you that that double chocolate protein bar is one of the things i really look forward to after the workout yes.
2: I, you, I, know. Yeah. Okay. you think you think the ones that you buy in the store i'm telling you
0: i know i'm gonna try them carrie
2: i have it. here yes. i will I'm try i I'm, them. I'm gonna bring some tomorrow and i'm gonna see you at okay. the long run tomorrow. good
0: good yeah i've got 12 to 15 tomorrow so it depends how i feel today's workout was really good so i, I did i'll
2: catch you on your second loop and i'll if you okay. do 12 i'll run nine of the 12 with you because right. i'm going to get there a little bit late so i'll yeah. run nine yeah
0: and yeah well, it'll be a little slower it's it'll be a nine nine or so pace so you'll have to okay. you'll have to hang back to get that done but um, yeah no it'd be great it'd be great to try it um and uh yeah i you know um, I do look forward to one of those things is I, I do look forward to those protein meals, so to speak, especially after a really good workout, your body craves it. And so you're, you're like, ah, oh, you know, food. Yeah. And, uh, that's one of the best parts. Honestly, that's, I look forward to that at, at, these races that we go to is, you know, a lot of them have food afterwards. And so everybody got, <laughs> everybody, beer. there's also beer. a lot of beer. Yeah. Those those are carbs. Beer
2: and and the the Leprechaun Chase is going to have green beer. I know oh, it's, that's going to be so much fun. Time. It's in
0: the evening. Um, you know, it's just it's going to be a good time. So there's some there's some good stuff coming up. Well, gals, we're kind of at the end uh, of the podcast here. Did I miss anything on the list? Was there anything else we wanted to talk about tonight? I think I covered just about anything, ladies.
2: No, I think we no. covered we covered a lot of ground. Okay, good stuff. There's going to be a lot of stuff out on the blog in the next yeah. couple of days.
0: Carrie, your blog your your new blog address is what again
2: keepingitclean.org
0: okay and fo- yeah. folks can follow the mud mafia at themudmafia.blogspot.com um you can follow mud mafia on twitter at the, the, Mud Mud Mafia Mafia. Yep, the Mud Mafia on you Twitter. The
2: Mud Mafia on Twitter. You follow
0: me, Jay Collison, on Twitter often if you want to know when the show, what's going on with the show. You know,
2: Jason is also on Twitter and oh, he okay. has a blog, and those are great, great sources for people. His stuff's just—he's an athlete, but he's also a writer, so it's yeah. kind of a cool thing to read. A really and, good and, writer. Yes,
0: a really yes. good writer. It'd be great to have him on the show at, at some point. I'm
2: and, working on that. I, I know. Think you are. I think it's possible. Jason, come on
0: the show. <laughs> 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 be great to have him on and to hear his story and well, uh, I'll
2: be out there. I will be in Vermont at the end of the month. Great. And um, so we'll we'll have to do a podcast from there and, and I'll I definitely will. tomorrow I'm gonna take video of the brick. Good. So I'm gonna have a blog post that's gonna have some media around what a brick workout looks like. So if you wanna know what a brick looks and feels and all of those things, that's gonna come out tomorrow. And I'm also gonna um, try to get as much media as I can when I'm when I'm in Vermont, so you can kind of get Good. a feel for what those guys are doing out there. It's it's amazing. They're they're incredible athletes, and the things that they're doing out there is is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I may shoot some video at the group run tomorrow, so we might have some video yeah. that and that would create a black hole if we had video two videos going at the same time of each other, I wouldn't know. it? All right. Well,
2: I'll video you. Yes. I'll video you videoing me, and then it'll the- it'll
0: it' all it'll all be good. Uh, we got Trek coming up and I'm going to do some live I'll just remind folks we're going to do some live podcasting from uh, Trek to the Top so if you are planning Trek up the tower sorry I used to be called Trek to the Top didn't it or I don't know yeah because
1: well someone else has a race name that so they had to change
0: it well that's I I, I don't know why I keep calling it that but I do Um, Trek up the tower and so we'll be interviewing folks so um, if you know me track me down while you're there I want to hear how it went or what you're anticipating We'll, we'll get lots of interviews like we did when we were at um the groundhog uh, and that uh, that audio came off nicely um lots of things coming up we appreciate you listening to the podcast and uh, and remember stay fit eat right and eat right eat right, yeah.
2: eat, right.
0: <laughs> eat right that's that's the majority uh, of the of the battle so eat yeah, right so, and
2: run like a gazelle that's, that's all you need to do that's, that's
0: it right. and if you can't run just do something different yeah.
2: If you eat right, you will be able to run like a gazelle. That's right. Yes, exactly. Climb
0: upstairs. Eat right and do something. And
2: and the tagline of the night is if if you don't eat Carrie's protein bars, you're gonna be you're gonna out get time. a rash. You're gonna <laughs> get a rash. Well,
0: here's what I have written down. Make your own or get a rash. That's, <laughs> that's <right.
2: laughs> exactly. That is Exactly. That's
0: gonna be the title of the show, by the way. I just I'm you sorry.
1: Rash. I'm
0: sorry, Jamie that's going to be the title of the show. All right, ladies, have a good evening. And, uh, and I will see Carrie, I will see you in the morning yes. and uh, I will,
2: I will be there about 10 15. I'm going to be a few minutes late, but I'll catch you on the second loop Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll knock out nine miles tomorrow.
0: Perfect. And Jamie, I will see you Monday, Monday, Monday back at work. And we've got another full week of, uh, preparation for Tower. Uh, right. so ladies wow. have,
1: I'll aim for six miles.
0: Yeah. You've got a little workout of your own to do in between that's right. these classes. So
1: from get, 9 to 6
0: <laughs> get after it all right have a great uh, have a great weekend and i'll see you guys uh, i'll see you guys later
1: bye all
0: right have night. a healthy
1: nutritious valentine's day
0: that's right thanks for listening good night We had some funny stuff.
2: We did. Okay. We have some great outtakes.
0: We really do. You guys are the, you're the most fun podcast. Well, oh, I shouldn't say that in public, but you guys are the most fun podcast. It's not that the guys Yay. aren't that fun. I mean, they're fun, <laughs> but you guys are the most fun because you don't think of it as a podcast. You're just like, no, let's have a, a good time.
2: Let's hang out and chat. Let's talk
0: about I know. About it's a good thing. It. Okay.
2: Giving out phone numbers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. We That's are live. So. Because- of- all
2: right, I'll I'll I will refrain okay. from dropping obscenities.
0: <laughs> so there you go. So the notes. Let's see. Can you see them? It's probably too bright. So the notes for last week, right? And then here's the here's the notes for this week.
2: <laughs> Even, that's fantastic. Yeah, perfect. And Jim's chicken scratch. Got it. I'm, All
0: I saw was protein bars. This is, <laughs> protein bars. But you know what? I'm going
2: to start
0: keeping these. These are going to be famous someday, right? That's right.
2: They will. So like, I will tell you, I was talking to a woman at the gym yesterday about eating clean. Mm-hmm. And she was like, honey, let me just tell you, you are a gold mine. She's yeah. like, you need to do something with that knowledge. And I was yes. like, I'm working on it, lady. I'm working on it. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying. But I just want people to live that way. I don't care if I get paid. I just want to I just wanna perpetuate the message. So
0: Yeah. Okay, you guys ready? Ready. Ready. See if we got anybody out there. We don't. Friday nights are hard to get people to come out. Well, that's okay. I'm gonna keep trying. I'm not gonna give up.
2: Probably tired from the work week. <laughs> and don't say that. They don't need to know. Nobody needs to know there's no one live. Well they <laughs> can see it.
0: Oh no, they won't that won't make the show. Okay. Oh, that's good. That, that Okay, we're show seventeen. It is February eleventh, twenty eleven. Yes. Here we go. It's
1: going so fast. This is the fi-
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> before we before we know it, it's just kind of ridiculous. Oh. And this is the fitness tech podcast. <laughs> <laughs> In case anyone was wondering. <laughs> well, I I I'm getting to the point I'm mixing them up. So you know, I had. Your daughter say, home <laughs> tech.
2: "This is the Home Tech podcast."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome, by the way. That was that uh-huh. was some of the best. I've I've thought about just capturing the audio from that and making that the intro to the Home Tech podcast. I mean, that, that
1: would be cool. yeah. oh, you should. Did
0: you get a chance to see those yet, Jamie?
1: No. Know,
0: you need to go out to YouTube this weekend Far and check else. those out. I mean, oh, we should talk about that too. Uh, YouTube videos. We get a lot well, and Katie can
1: people. also say it's the home cooking show.
2: It was Taylor. Oh. It was Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Was she hilarious.
0: is like, she's awesome at that stuff. Yeah. Oh. She'll do anything. She <laughs> and, will. And so if she it's...
2: thinks it'll be captured on film, she will do whatever you ask. It
0: is just awesome. Taylor, she's stand so on your head that. and eat
2: lima beans. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Are, are you filming me? Come right
0: <laughs> are you filming me? No, film me now. Film me.
2: Put the camera on me immediately.
0: I'm doing it. Put the camera on me. You need to get her an
2: audition somewhere. No doubt. God, that girl.
0: (laughs) She's fabulous.